welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned speaker, writer, and intuitive empowerment coach. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. In the last episode, I shared about perspective and how perspective is formed and how perspective is truly the way that we create our realities because it's the way that we place meaning onto things and that meaning may or may not be universally true and that there actually might be a different meaning that would feel better for you. But You just haven't uncovered that. We haven't like unlocked that yet. And so if you just think back real quick, because if I'm triggering you right now, I, I get it. But if you just think back in your life to where like you thought something meant a certain thing and then you realize, oh, it doesn't need to mean that. So, um, for instance, I used to be in like relationships where like if things weren't getting done a certain way, romantic relationships, if things weren't getting done a certain way, I would make it mean that he doesn't love me. Like I've asked you 500 times if you could just clean out the sink and here it is still not cleaned. And so I'm getting frustrated and I'm getting really annoyed and, and, and sad underneath all of it. And why is that? Like if you actually took the time to like think through like why, what am I making this mean? Why is this upsetting me so much? And it's because I'm making it mean that he doesn't respect me and ultimately that he doesn't love me. And it's understanding that we don't have to make it mean those things. That's the meaning that we are placing on things. And so that's what I really, I talked about it in just a very general way in the last episode, in the last, um, yeah, the last episode. So episode 13, it's called Perspective and Triggers and How Can We Make the World a Better Place? So definitely check that one out if you are, I mean, really just check it out in general because it it's, I think, I mean, I originally recorded it just because of the polarity that's happening in the world right now, the polarity that's happening within humanity, and people are just making a lot of assumptions in the world. But it's like this comes back to our day-to-day living because if we can practice understanding the meaning that we place on things and then using those triggers as little cues of like, okay, I have a space to soften here, then you're more apt to want to understand someone else. You're more apt to understand that the way that you're thinking about each situation may not have to be the only way to think about the situation. And so it's really important to to take note of our triggers and to create space and to soften where we can. In this episode, I want to really focus on the adult timeout, the adult tea that I came up with. And I want to share a little bit around how I came up with this because I think it's it's really important. I used to be like so all or nothing, it isn't even funny. Like 
I wouldn't do anything unless I could do it all perfectly. And I held myself back from a lot of things. And one of those things is meditation and mindfulness. I had in my mind that I had to be in, it had to be, you know, at least 20 minutes, if not an hour. I had to be in an environment where it was quiet and where I wouldn't be disturbed. I needed to have like the most perfect meditation sequence set up. Otherwise, like I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to follow through. And I, I made up so many different excuses about why I couldn't meditate. And it all had to do with it needs to be this perfect set way before I actually make it part of my life, make it part of my daily life. And what I found is that I just wasn't doing it. I wasn't following through. And it, it took me going to a lot of different like spiritual healers and energy healers for me to understand that they can't do the meditating for me. They couldn't do it for me. And it's like I was spending that time with them. Sure, I was getting energy work done. I was getting readings done, whatever. But ultimately, that time I was using to, to meditate, to be still within myself, but I wasn't giving myself that gift any other time. And so ultimately, I was, I was making them, well, I don't want to say making them. I was in my mind they were the one that was going to t- the go- that was going to save me they were the one that was going to heal me it wasn't going to be me and that's just not the way that it works no one can do healing for you healing doesn't happen you know when you're in ceremony with shaman and you're or you're like taking psychedelics and you're you're in at a retreat and you're doing all these things it's like sure there there's a, a certain degree in which you'll get better there's a certain degree in which your perspective and your paradigm will shift there's a degree that those things will help you but if you're not also doing work on your own you're you're only going to get so far and I had to learn that the hard way I had to learn that through it was I mean it was honestly like years of just being like I'm helpless. I need you to fix me. Like, I can't do this on my own. And I wish that during that time, I wish that someone would have said to me, Sarah, all that you need to do is show up for yourself. You're just not showing up for yourself. And it's not to shame and blame you. I get it. You've, you know, you've always kind of been this way you've always kind of thought that other people were better than you were that you looked up to other people and that they knew something that you didn't and you put your trust in other people and they were the ones that were supposed to like come and take care of you to come and save you but no like you you got to take care of yourself now it's time to take care of yourself it's time to Really take accountability and take action for the betterment of yourself. And so I started off just real simple, real easy. I would just focus on my breath. 
That was the one thing that I could always do and it didn't matter like where I was. It, like none of the circumstances mattered. I mean, right now even. It's like I'm breathing in and I'm feeling the air come into my body and I'm feeling when the air leaves my body. And I can pay attention to that feeling even as I'm sitting here talking to you. And that's as simple as I made it for myself because I knew that if I made it any more complicated that I wouldn't follow through, that I wouldn't, I would, I'd come up with an excuse to not show up for myself. And so that's how the adult tea was born. It was born through me just being like, okay, I need something to hold myself accountable. I need some sort of practice to do consistently every single day, but then also multiple times throughout the day that's really easy and it doesn't require a ton of me. And so what ended up happening is that I started showing up. I started following through for myself. I started actually putting myself out in a new way. And and what I mean by that is I used to be so shy. I was that girl in ND school that kind of sat in the back and just kind of kept to her friends and didn't really say much. There's questions being asked, not really saying much. And I was just too scared. I was way too scared to just speak up, even if I knew the answer. Like I was just too scared. And I started putting myself out there a little more. I started talking to the teachers. I started sharing more with my friends. I started gaining more confidence in myself. And now I guess as I'm talking about this and looking back, I think it's more so because I started showing up for myself. I started following through on the things that I said that I was going to do. It probably actually has more to do with that than the actual um, mindfulness piece. But the, I don't know though. I don't know. Mindfulness piece plays a huge role because it. I think that the mindfulness piece kind of gives way for you to see yourself more clearly and to understand yourself more clearly because you don't have this like jumbled up mess going on inside. You're just able to focus your attention on something else for a little bit. And so you realize that there's more to you than just this chaotic mind. I think that's another big thing is that I had, I was thinking all of the time, all of the time about stupid shit. Like, what does that person think about me? Or did I explain that right? Could I have explained it better? How could I have explained it better? Like, I need to think about the, a better way to explain this so that the next time it comes up, I'm able to do a better job. And I would just go on and on and on in my mind. And when I started doing these adult teas, it, it allowed me to realize that there's a lot more to me than just that stuff, than just that mental chatter. It's like, okay, yeah, I do. I have a body. <laughs> I have a body here. And this body is is most of me, right? But I've only been paying attention to like my head and my mind. So why don't I start paying attention to my body too? And I started doing this, this adult tea and it's just 
paying attention to your body, paying attention to your breath, paying attention to how am I feeling in this moment? And it's something that I was able to do right when I woke up, when I was even like in the shower or sitting on the toilet, driving in my car, um, being in conversations with people. It's like that's what I mentioned in the last episode is that I had a huge breakthrough come in just because I took an adult tea in the middle of a conversation. That's huge. It's so huge, especially for right now. Like That's why I'm even talking about all of this is because an adult tea is how you are going to maneuver through your triggers. And so I'm just saying right now, like you can do it at any point in time throughout the day. It doesn't need to be Like you could be jamming out in your car singing and you just take a moment to change your focus onto your body, onto the way that your butt is feeling in your car, you know, the way, the way that the car seat is holding you and you allow yourself to relax into your seat a little more. That's as simple as it has to be. Don't make it any more complicated. So... I guess I want to actually challenge you. I want to challenge you for the next week. Just take one moment, just one once a day. Just take one moment every day when you're doing something and you remember, huh, I should take an adult tea just to like check in with myself. And just real quick, go through the process. I'm about to go through the process in, in a moment, but Just, I want to challenge you one time for the next week, no matter when you're listening to this, just take seven days and check in with yourself and just notice, notice yourself and see how that changes your life. And I want to share one story about how this practice has extreme, like it's changed my life in a fundamental way. It was probably two or three months after I started doing this practice regularly with myself that I had, I just had a moment and I had had an awful day. I got in some fight with some friends. I hadn't eaten the entire day. I was, I was just really emotionally distraught. I was angry and sad and overwhelmed and I just felt like a piece of shit. I just felt awful. And I'm laying in my bed, like crying. And I'm laying there and I noticed my body and I noticed I was starving. Like starving. My stomach felt like it was eating the insides. Like I just, I was so hungry. And I hadn't noticed until that moment. And I was like, oh man, like I need to get up and get some food. And all of a sudden, I heard this voice in my mind. It sounded like my voice. I heard this voice, and it was like, you don't deserve to eat. And I, like, I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? Where did that come from? That doesn't even sound like me. What was that? And it was then that I realized not only that all of our thoughts that we have are not true, all of our thoughts sound like us in our mind. It sounds, it sounds so real. It sounds convincing, but it's not real. And 
it, it doesn't have to be true. Like, obviously, that, that voice was wrong. It was not a true thought. And I just remember being like, holy shit, I think I have a problem. I think I have a serious problem here. I think that I have an eating disorder. In my entire life, I had been, like, I had been approached about having an eating disorder, and I denied it. I was actually really mad at all of those people for, um, for even saying something to me, right? I was super defensive about it. And all the while, I did have an eating disorder. I had had an eating disorder for most of my life, and I didn't even realize or understand it until I heard that voice online and I was like oh my god like how long has this voice been been here how long has it been here and I haven't even known so wild right and I like to use this example of moving next to train tracks because I did that I moved like right next to train tracks and when I first moved in like there were like two weeks that I didn't really sleep or that I got woken up in the middle of the night because these freight trains were going by and it sounded like they were going to just fly right into my window. And after a while, I stopped hearing them. I was able to sleep. Everything was fine. But then I'd have people over and they're like, that train is so loud. Like, how do you sleep? And I'm like, oh, I don't really hear it anymore. And the thing is, is that the same is true of our thoughts. We have these thoughts, like I had, where you don't deserve to eat, that was online for me for so long, and I wasn't able to hear it. I didn't consciously hear it. And if I didn't consciously hear that thought, how many other thoughts am I not consciously hearing? And so then I started learning about how our, our experience from, the, from conception to seven years old, how our, our experience of our life during that time is what we've based our perception on. It's the rules that we've made up about the world. And so because I have had such a harsh childhood and I had to be perfect, I had to be. If I wasn't perfect, I was a failure. I was worthless. And so no wonder I have this thought and this belief that I don't deserve to eat because I had so much pressure on myself to be perfect that there's these underlying beliefs that tell me what I do and do not deserve. And so that's why the adult tea is so important Because without doing that, without taking that pause, without paying attention to my body, I never would have heard that thought. And the thing is, is that at that time, I wasn't consciously doing an adult tea. I wasn't consciously, um, you know, going through this practice of, of mindfulness. I was just realizing, wow, I'm hungry right now. I just, I just naturally was like, oh, wow, I'm feeling my body. I'm feeling hungry. And then it led way to me hearing this belief. So it's, it's pretty amazing the way that when you, when you do meditation and you do mindfulness, 
the the re, the um the rewards that you get from that practice doesn't necessarily happen when you're in the practice of it. It happens when you're in your life, when you're living your life. I really want this understanding to be like hammered home. Like it is so important to understand that the reason that you do mindfulness and meditation is not just to have that moment of peace because when you're doing it, it feels really good. It really does. But it also is to better your life, to, to, to allow you to have a better relationship with yourself in order to make different changes in your life, to have different awarenesses in your life. And the side effect of that is a more fulfilled and happy relationship with yourself, a more fulfilled and happy relationship with your romantic partner, with your family, with your friends, to feel better throughout your day, to be more grateful, to actually be able to see the abundance that you already have in your life, to see that you already have so much that you've always wanted and to really be grateful for that, to feel in your body, wow, I am so grateful. Like I may not have everything that I want. I may not be exactly where I want, but at one point in my life, I wanted everything that I have right now and I feel that. I can feel that in my body and it feels so good. It feels so good to have everything that I once dreamt about. And without this connection with our bodies, we're not able to truly feel that way. Instead, it's more of like a mental knowing. This is, this is, a, this is a huge thing that I've had to understand is that a mental knowing of something is completely different than an embodiment of it. I mean, just think about how you mentally know that you are worthy and deserving of love, of self-love. And how many of us know that mentally, but have not been able to actually feel that self-love for ourselves? We're still in this like battle with ourselves, right? Like, there's, there is a difference between the two. I've been on a journey of embodying a lot of different teachings that I've acquired th- throughout my, my journey. And I've realized in retrospect that when I started doing the adult tease, that's when I started to notice my body, to connect with my body again. And that's when I was able to feel a lot of the things that I mentally knew, but I, it wasn't getting translated into my body. It was through the adult tea that I was able to embody a lot of these knowings because the adult tea is just, it's all about just paying attention to where you're at and to feel your body. Like how often do we go through our lives and, or go through our days and we don't even really like feel our feet as we're walking. And we don't feel 
our, our knees moving. We don't feel our hips swaying. Like we don't feel those things consciously because we just, we just do it, right? It's just autopilot. But what if we did? What if we did choose to feel? We would create this relationship with our bodies. We would create a relationship and we would be able to get feedback from our body. And this is where it's really cool because when you connect and you have feedback coming from your body, your intuition is in your body. Your, in, your intuition is, is of your body. And so when you pay attention to your body and you pay attention to the way that you're feeling, you'll have, you'll have these subtle feelings that you notice and it's actually your intuition talking to you. It's so cool. I love it. Um, but it all starts with the relationship you form with your body. And I'm just sharing from my experience here when I say that the only kind of meditation and stuff like that where I was actually consistent in actually forming a relationship with my body, it came through my, what I created as the adult tea, the adult timeout, because I was lazy. I wasn't going to take 20 minutes every day. I just wasn't. And like I was able to do this where I was taking two minutes randomly doing it, right? Or I'm just like, oh crap, I forgot to do that. I'm going to do that while I'm driving. Or, oh, I need to just, I need a moment for myself right now. I'm just going to do a real quick adult tea. And so that's how this whole thing was kind of birthed is through me wanting to be more mindful and more conscious and to not have to take a ton of time to not have to be so disciplined and strict with myself. So I came up with this and I've seen incredible results with myself, right? Like I've had huge breakthroughs simply because I made it a point to be more mindful throughout my day, even if it was for 30 seconds. And I share this with you today to show you that, that, that it is possible that you don't have to take a ton of time and that mindfulness and meditation doesn't have to be hard. We make we make it hard because we think it has to be this certain thing. Again, cut full circle here. We make it mean mindfulness mean that we have to have all of these things in in alignment before we're able to follow through. And I took the meaning off of that. I said no. I want it to mean something else. I want it to mean that I'm just taking a moment to connect with my body, to become present with myself, and it's as simple as that, and it can be simple. I changed the paradigm of it. And so I just, I want to share that paradigm shift with you. And so I hope that through me sharing a bit of my story, you're beginning to realize that you can do this too, that you can make it easy on yourself. I am giving you full permission to make mindfulness and to make meditation so freaking easy that you do it every single day. And so right now, I'm going to take you through my adult tea process. This is what I've come up with. And this is actually how I start every single meditation that I lead people through. So you can either just do the, if you're like driving or if you're, you know, running errands or doing whatever, listening to this, you can still do it as I walk you through. Just 
you know, maybe keep your eyes open or or something. You can keep your eyes open and you can just do the deeper inhale and exhale through your nose rather than an open mouth. But I do find that the open mouth exhales really allow you to release a lot more. Okay, so here we go. Go ahead and close your eyes and take a deep breath in through your nose with an open mouth exhale. We're going to do two more of those. Go ahead and relax your jaw. Relax the muscles around your eyes. Allow your shoulders to drop down. And feel yourself just sink a little bit deeper into your space. Whether you're standing, you're sitting, you're laying, just feel yourself rest a little bit more. And feel yourself be fully supported by whatever it is that's supporting you right now. Just feel that support. And now bring awareness to your breath. Notice how the inhales come in and expand your body. Feel yourself expand. And then your body contracts and releases as you exhale. Again, just notice this. Notice where you can create more space, more airflow to come in. Maybe you're only breathing with your chest and you want to breathe more into your belly. Just notice how far you can stretch your breath. And watch it just leave. And that's all you got to do is just pay attention to your breath. Feel it come in. Feel it go out. Now go ahead and bring awareness to the rest of your body. Notice where you may be holding any tension. Just notice it. Maybe breathe into that tension. Allow it to break up and leave. Just notice. Notice your body. Notice where you're at. Notice any emotions that may be there. No need to figure them out. Just notice them. Just see where you're at. And go ahead and take another deep breath in through your nose. Open mouth, exhale. Open your eyes. It's as simple as that. That's it. That's all I would do. It's literally that simple. Just do this consistently and I guarantee that your life will shift. I guarantee that your life will change if you do this. And especially if you do this while you're having a conversation with someone when you're triggered. Like I shared in that last episode of this podcast that I... I had to do that in the middle of a conversation because I was about to freak out 
and I did this practice instead. And instead what I had was more understanding for that person, more respect for that person. And I know that you can have the same experience. I know it. So if you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to send this to someone, please send it to those people. And if you want to share like what you got out of this and what you thought about my technique or what you thought about the transition of the whole thing, if you want to share with that with me on Instagram, go ahead and take a screenshot of this podcast that you're listening to and tag me on Instagram. Let me know. Like, tell me what you got out of it. I would love to know. So thanks so much for being here and I'm sending you all so much love.